1: And they're off. We do now know who will be facing off against each other in the general election for Ward 6 on July 2nd. In the Democratic primary, Giannis Casayani came out ahead of Alderman Kenny Kirby, who didn't really want to run, he says, and beat him by 13 votes. Casayani had 44 votes. The unchallenged Republican challenger, George Gallagher, received a whopping 12 votes. How does this turnout look by the numbers? Well, there are 1,939 registered voters in Ward 6 in the city. It breaks out into 1,475 Democrats and 464 Republicans. With 75 Democrats voting, that is 5.1% turnout. And with 12 Republicans, that is 2.6% turnout. When you average them out, it is a 4.5% turnout, which is dismal, which was to be expected, to be honest with you, in a special election. I have said for weeks now that I think that seat will be had by the person that gets about 100 votes, and these numbers sort of do bear me out. In other news in that race, former candidate Dewan Gay, who was disqualified for a missed signature on his application, has launched a write-in campaign. He had a launch party at Metropolitan yesterday, and he is actively campaigning and raising money for the general election. If you're looking for a prediction, I do believe this seat will go to a Democrat. I do believe that Yanis Kasayani will probably take it. However, Dewan Gay could be the spoiler there, draw enough votes off of him to allow Republican Mike Gallagher to take that seat. It will be interesting come July 2nd. Hey, just an update on a story from the day before yesterday about a suspected homicide in a homeless camp up in Glen Burnie. Anne Arundel County homicide detectives have been working on the case all week, and through witness interviews and evidence recovered on the scene, they've been able to charge Michael Joseph Grossman, a 49-year-old, of no fixed address. He's been charged with first and second degree murder in the killing of Kenneth Green Linton, who is a 57-year-old male, also of no fixed address. The Office of the Chief Medical Examiner did say that the cause of death was to upper body trauma, with the manor being homicide. Police are asking anybody that may have any information to give them a call at 410-222-4731. Some scary moments outside of Meade Middle School. Monday evening, a young boy reported that he was robbed at gunpoint at the entrance to Meade Middle School. It happened at about 6 p.m. at the entrance to the school's parking lot. According to the police report, the boy said that he was walking in the area when two people approached him, asked to borrow his phone to make a phone call. When he handed the phone over, they asked if he had any money and struck them with their hands. When the boy got back up to his feet, a second person pulled out a handgun and the victim ran away and called for help. The school is sort of stepping back from this by saying that the middle school dismissed at 3 p.m. and the incident happened at 6 p.m., And according to spokesperson Bob Moser, there is no camera footage to indicate any robbery taking place in the parking lot. If anybody does have any information or any video footage of this, they're urged to contact the Western District Detectives at 410-222-6155. And there was an interesting letter to the editor from Libby Hopkins in the Capitol yesterday. And I'm just going to read this verbatim. She says, As a 70-plus-year-old native Annapolitan, every now and then I feel the need to express my opinion. Recently, as I regularly drive through downtown Annapolis, I noticed that there aren't any hanging baskets of flowers. I did this in mid-May and felt sure they'd be hanging up by the end of May in time for commissioning week at the Naval Academy. No. They have been such a bright spot throughout the city that there seemed a real void. These baskets were attractive to us locals as well as tourists, Their appearance show how proud we are of our city and certainly say welcome. I don't understand why they aren't on display. Even if the individual businesses displayed them, that would make a difference. Why didn't this happen this year? Signed, Libby Hopkins. Well, Libby, I don't have the answer for you, but I do know that the Downtown Annapolis Partnership had been responsible for the Hanging Baskets for a number of years. That was done in conjunction with donations from merchants as well as homestead gardens who used to provide the flowers and the maintenance of them. I do agree that the city looked a little bit more bland without them. And just as we wrap up, just a reminder, make sure you're checking out our episodes that are releasing at noon on Saturday. This is our Legacy Business Series, and I'm having a great time talking to local businesses around the area finding out how they started, how they got where they are, and where they're going. I plan to do this for a year or two, every Saturday at noon. Some of the business that we've talked to have been the Summit School out of Edgewater, the Schooner Woodwind right down there on Eagle Alley, Third Eye Comics out in the Design District, K&B True Value Hardware right here at the corner of Hillsmere and Bay Ridge, We've talked to the Cypress Agency, who got their start in Annapolis, but they're up in Crofton now. Last week was Annapolis Yacht Sales. And coming up this Saturday, the 8th, it's Prop Talk, Spin Sheet, and Fish Talk. And they've been around for an awful long time. We sat down with Mary Ewinson, so you want to make sure you check those out. Some other ones that are coming up in the future, Main & Market, Zachary's Jewelers, Carroll's Creek, Annapolis Marine Art, and Alamode Intimates. All right, that does it for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionannapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. If you are someplace where you can leave a recommendation or a review, please do that and give us a recommendation and review to your friends, your family, your colleagues, your enemies. I don't care. Just tell them to listen to the daily news brief because we've got good stuff for you. Click that first link in the show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. Other than that, hang tight. We have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast and he's coming up in just one minute.
0: He started to get down on one knee, and I saw the ring, and I saw him, and um, I honestly don't know that I said yes right on the back.
1: She didn't say anything. <laughs> she
0: was just shaking for a little while, and then I think you said yes. Eventually. Yeah, I guess I did. So. <laughs> I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was John and Michelle's story of yes. For a chance to win a beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced Forevermark Tribute Collection Diamond Pendant, share your story at AStoryOfYES.com. Going out? You need the most up to date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast.
2: Hey everyone, this is George with DMB Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, June 5th. After two spectacular weather days to start the first work week of June, with one record cold morning yesterday at BWI Airport with a low of 46 degrees, Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County will see a return of hot and humid conditions today, with breezy highs of 85 to 92 degrees, and with the warmer temps and an approaching frontal boundary comes a threat of afternoon, evening, and even nighttime showers and thunderstorms, followed by much of the same on Thursday. Before that, frontal boundary clears the area well to the south of Annapolis, which will create very nice conditions once again on Friday and Saturday with sunshine and highs near 80 both days. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google app stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather informed.
1: Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider the only one in the Baltimore, Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227, stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you.
0: You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis.